0: Uh, Bush and Richie here with your daily takeaway podcast. We've got to bring this to your attention immediately because we know if you listen to this show, you'll be as into this as we are. <laughs> I've just seen this headline The UK's first ever Indian drive through launches in Bolton, complete with street food and all day breakfast. Uh, it's Indian street food chain Chaiwala apologies if I pronounced that incorrectly has launched his first fruit, uh, first ever drive through in Bolton uh, customers can order all day breakfast street food and the fame, the famous Karak chai and get it in the car and go and eat it in the car park afterwards
1: I would drive from Hertfordshire for that
0: wouldn't I I'd happily join you on that journey as like a pilgrimage because I've never really thought about having a takeaway Indian that I could eat in the car
1: like <laughs> no, drive through no. that the car will then smell um, of hot and spicy food, but it'd be so worth it, wouldn't it? Um, now, now, one of the things you and I have talked about frequently, uh, I, I believe it's one of your most cherished things about picking food up from the takeaway. Though, is getting there slightly early. Hopefully, your other half is not listened to this. Mm-hmm. Getting there slightly early and and having like a, a crafty little pint whilst you're waiting with the Bombay mix.
0: Imagine that it's midday. I'm setting off early, love. I'm going to Bolton.
1: Are <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we worth it?
0: <laughs> This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway.
1: Look, I, I tell you what, I could put a spring in a uh, parental step for somebody today with a little tip of a place to go uh, if my four-year-old is, uh, is anything to go by. You know, sometimes you look back at your childhood and you laugh at the places that you used to love going to. But as a kid, you couldn't see anything different. Uh, on the way back from Bournemouth on Saturday afternoon, uh, we stopped off at the northbound Winchester Services on the M3. OK. It's just a service station. But I had a Burger King, and he was able to get something to eat there. Uh, and I think there was I, I think there was like an Octonauts, sort of little uh, stick of 50p in kind of ride-on kind of thing. I feel like
0: they've got some good services on the M3. M3's it, good for services. It is. Isn't
1: it? There was a Gregs there. There was a Costa there. So there was you know standard stuff going yeah. on. Uh, and as we were leaving to get back in the car. I love it here, he says. Please, can we come back again? <laughs> I'm thinking, of all the things that we've done today, I've driven yeah, yeah. down to Bournemouth, we've been to the beach, we've done cool things over other holidays and all that kind of stuff, but you want to come back to Winchester Services?
0: It's that particular carriageway, isn't it? <laughs> See what you think's to the south.
1: But you get that, don't you? As a kid, you 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 absolutely obsess about one kind of place. and you think, oh, yeah, we're going here again. Yeah. And you realised 20 years later, it was just the services. It's been hoodwinked by your parents. Did you have that? Well, you, we, you, like fascinated about. We
0: grew up grew up in in Trowbridge in Devon, Tro Vegas, and uh, we used to go for day trips. Like now, I think about it now. My parents were just absolutely having a song, but we used to go for day trips to uh, a place called Froom. Right. Uh, and it had a. We would always go to this cobbled street, which I think is called Cheap Street, and it's got a tiny little um, like stream in the centre of it. Right. So this, I kid you not, this is growing up in the eighties. Me and my brother would pick up fag ends. <laughs> And get them to float down one end of the river to the other. That's like, that was a day out. Imagine me sending that to my girls now. They'd be like, what? (laughs) What?
1: Neil says there used to be a DIY shop called Taskers. They had a section that was dedicated to doorbells. Oh, yeah. You could press them all, see what they all sounded like. I would fume when my dad said it was time to go.
0: That was my two favourite bits of the B&Q in uh, (laughs) Trobot when I was growing up was the bit with chains. You pull loads of chains out. (laughs) And then, so you're, like, climbing climbing up a wall or something. And then, yeah, they would have, uh, like, a lino that looked like bricks and you just absolutely (laughs) mash all the doorbells (laughs) as you wind up everyone else who's doing their Sunday
1: shop. Uh, Tweet here says, As a child, most of my Sundays were spent with my dad at a local scrapyard looking for car parts. I I thought this was ace. Used to sit in the cars pretending to drive. At the end of the day, I'd go home with car bits and bobs in my pockets.
0: Uh, This text says, Going to Ikea as a kid pretending that I worked in an office in the fake computers. And that I had a cool new bedroom. It's
1: like living a whole new life there, isn't it? Amazing. Uh Michelle, where was the place you used to go to? The
2: Happy Eater. It Perth green.
0: Now, <laughs> as as you say, Happy Eater, I can I can remember the emblem now, which was like it, it looked like someone putting their finger in the mouth,
2: <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, very much. A little bit like
1: Red <laughs> Pac Man as well, if you think about it. As yeah, wasn't well, yeah. it? That it was eating yeah. some stuff,
0: but a, a, a classic roadside <laughs> British diner. Uh, was there a lollipop at the end? What did you love about it so much?
2: I don't know. It was just, one of these most disgusting sicky th- th- sweets that you should eat all- and you should regret afterwards in the car on the way home because you're thinking, oh, I feel a bit car sick now. I should never have eaten it. <laughs> they did give out like yeah, a little boiled
1: sweet sort of like lolly at the end, didn't they? Yeah, well, that's, yeah. yeah, that's the
2: one. Yeah, that's it. That, that was it, the best yeah. thing about it. But
0: it's just something about like coming off the road, uh, not accidentally, yeah. just coming off the road with your, pa- yeah. your parents and then yeah. having like sitting in a diner and having food yeah. was just like the height of uh, yeah. the, you know, the, the brave new world, wasn't it? It's amazing.
2: Yeah and I can always remember being really disappointed when it's shut and
1: we couldn't go in there anymore well you you speak of that I mean we're talking about these places that you cherished as a kid but you laugh at the thought of going to it now sadly I've just done a Google ceased operations in 1997 so none of us none of us have the option of stopping off at a happy eater anymore long gone what, a Little Chef? What's a Little Chef still... I think Little Chef's still going. I can't... Here we are. This is what this show's all about, isn't it? Live Googling. <laughs> Live Googling uh, the status of uh, British roadside cafes. Yeah,
2: that's it, yeah. Uh, Oh,
1: well, this is saying defunct January 2018. No, this is just n- non-stop bad news. Oh, no! Uh, Alex would like to put forward the loft. Ooh. Used to be obsessed with the loft. Had to go to the loft. Wanted to go to the loft one day for my birthday. It was the best birthday ever. Talking about the places that you were obsessed about as a child. As an adult, you look back at it and think, what was I thinking? In fairness, I used to love the loft. Now I hate going in the loft. It's just full of danger, isn't it? Trying to get the ladder down and all that kind of stuff. Splinters insulation, rats, they're Bang, all up there. Banging your head. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, Tim says, my dad used to take us to Gatwick Airport to watch the planes landing <laughs> and also to ride the monorail when we were kids in the early 90s. I've taken my daughters in
0: the past year or so. There's, there's, a, there's like, a, like a cafe at a near Southend Airport at the top of a hotel where you can watch the planes land. Immediately it was during lockdown, so there wasn't that much going on, but it's great. It's a cheap bit of entertainment. Got a monorail? No monorail, but we're working on it in South
1: End. <laughs> he says, was genius money-saving move back then. I cannot imagine anything worse now as an adult than going to an airport. I like the idea. I, weirdly, you, if you watch like that, that
0: airport programme, I find that quite relaxing. <laughs> Probably because I don't have to get on a plane. Uh, we've got James on the line right now. James, what do you remember going to and visiting as a kid? The arcades, what, in Great Yarmouth or something like that? So you used to go to the 2P machines, collect all the tokens. Uh, you never win anything. Uh, you spend a fortune you go to mum and dad and go oh can I have another pound can I have another pound can I have another pound yeah and it was, oh what are you trying to win oh I don't know this little
2: key ring worth like 50p or 10p or something. Do you know take we take? Uh, the, we, take got, we take
0: the kids to the arcade quite a bit because we live in South End. there's loads of arcades down there. I find it's actually more cost effective to uh, put a quid in the change machine, and then Thea, yeah, my yeah. four year old, thinks she's won.
2: <laughs> saves, <laughs>
0: saves all the other cash.
2: I do that at the vending machines at work when it gives me all five P's out. Yeah, I can buy a copy for 25p, and it's like ching, 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 ching. I'm like, yes, jackpot. But, <laughs>
1: It's a classic gag, it never fails.
0: Do your children fail to appreciate how good they've got it? Have you told them how much tougher it was when you were a kid, but they don't take you seriously?
1: Do not fear, parenting help is at hand. Home are proud to unveil the olden days childhood experience. That's right, a 14-acre facility in a
0: barking industrial estate offering the ultimate immersive experience to show your kids what it was like,
1: including... The TV Hall of Horrors. Only three channels now but crackling static after midnight and an unsettling national anthem when everything closes down. Watch your kids' faces as they endure unintentionally scary children. Children's TV characters like Gus Honeybun, Mr. Nosey Bonk, and
0: Willow the Wisp. There's the Grandparents House Simulator. Sleep top to tail, four in a bed, like that lad from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory has experienced what staying at Grandparents was like in the 70s. Eat endless pork chops, use a sub zero outdoor backroom, and warm your face on a dubious three bar heater.
1: Banish complaints of slow school holiday Wi Fi in the old school games enclosure as your kids are forced to play activities of time gone by. Marbles, spinning tops, pick up sticks, and loads of games that involve chalk. Then, head off and play until called in for your tea in our 3D 1970s building site simulator. Finally, why
0: not try our Every Single Member of Your Extended Family Smokes experience <laughs> and attempt to play with cousins under a thick pool of pipe smoke as we show you what family get-togethers were like back in the 1980s.
1: The home-time olden days childhood experience. Don't just tell your kids about how things used to be, scare their life out of them with it. Look your place now.
0: So can I just say for the record that the Bush household is proudly a Bluey household? Uh, the amount I go on about a bit of Blue, it's not that. Uh, Bluey is a brilliant Australian animated TV series about a family of dogs on Disney+, and it's the best thing ever, isn't
1: it? It's a belter. Isn't it a
0: belter? It's brilliant. And it's good, like, the parents can enjoy it as well. It's not one of those cartoons you sit through going, oh, this is awful. As a a grown-up, it kind of takes the mickey out of adults, and it's great, isn't it?
1: The dad in Bluey, I think, is one of the greatest TV dads.
0: He's he's an absolute legend. We absolutely love it in the house, uh, particularly Thea, our four-year-old. She loves it so much. So, with that in mind, this morning, uh, Thea and I made Bluey and Bingo toast, which we'd seen on the internet. And basically, for Bingo, uh, the sister, you just make a face out of peanut butter on toast with uh, a banana for a mouth and blueberries for eyes, and then Bluey, because obviously um, she's blue, cream cheese with a bit of blue food colouring in there hey presto, you've got the pair of them you know, the sisters,
1: looking absolutely fantastic Can I just say, when you shared this on your social media earlier today I was <laughs> genuinely blown away at what you'd managed. I was thinking, this is incredible. Thank you very much. I, I was, was stunned. I was a bit concerned. you know like when you
0: make stuff that you've seen on YouTube, like when I made that, that Bing cake, it looked like he was being resurrected because yeah. he, he was falling backwards into the, into <laughs> it the earth. It looked awful, that one. <laughs> but this one, is, if I may say so myself, I feel like it's come out all right. Oh, it's it a looks triumph. like him. It's a triumph. But as we were eating it this morning, I was thinking to myself, this, this, is, this is a feel-good thing around food. And I was thinking, right, if you could have your tea tonight, right, your tea this evening, <laughs> Made into the faces of characters from your favourite TV show, who would it be? I mean, the sky's the limit. Lasagna, Love Island, something like that.
1: <laughs> um, I, I would. What have do to... you love
0: TV-wise at the moment?
1: I would have to combine. Well, I'd go old school. I would have to combine a uh, a Kramer Korma. Kramer Korma. Cosmo Kramer, Seinfeld, Cor- I mean, I don't know how you're necessarily, re- <laughs> you know, replicating his incredible hair, It'd be amazing, and wonderful shirts in in Korma version, I, but I'd, I'd have to do that. I think Kramer Corma is a massive attack. Song, <laughs> isn't it? Blake Seven Biryani, Phil love- would like to put forward.
0: What a great program, Blake Seven was. I've completely <laughs> forgotten about that. Like the worst special effects, but quite creepy for kids. Uh, Cray says bottom bolognese, which sounds awful. Oh, oh,
1: no, thank you. That's awful. No, 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 no. no. Let's keep a
0: lid on that uh, this person says Keith says Afternoon gents how about Tales of the Unexpected Omelette remember that program from when I was a kid uh, filling it is random you never know what you're going to get and it'll probably <laughs> give you nightmares as well uh,
1: Conrad's watching a lot of sport at the moment and he's putting forward a cricket curry what would be in a cricket curry? Well, I
0: mean, Who's a famous like you'd have a Dicky Bird maybe made out of? Well,
1: yeah, you're going a little bit retro Old right school. now, and he was more of an umpire than a cricketer. I mean, these days you could have your your Ben Stokes,
0: David Gower, Giles <laughs> Fraser, all the, all the modern to to ones. Hey, yeah, oh, not and he seen cricket for ages. Don't start me on beefy both of them. Graham Gooch. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, Bernard says Tosh lines Tagliatelli.
1: <laughs> uh, All the real current ones tonight.
0: Up with the kids. Uh, we've got David on the line. David, what would you like to see made into a meal?
2: Yeah, pr- a proper, dirty, greasy, fry up version of, of kind of Rabsby Nesbitt's face. Um, oh. I'm thinking bacon ears, um, kind of black pudding that crumbled up, kind of that greasy kind of hair he had on his head, kind of buttoned mushroom eyes. Sausage mouth. Yeah, lovely, <laughs>
0: lovely. My mouth's just watering. Even you hear hearing you describe that, it really is. <laughs> and I think Rhapsodies Nesbitt will eat that because that sounds particularly greasy. He'd love it.
2: Absolutely. You've got stains on top, and all you'd have to absolutely beans everywhere. Yeah, beautiful though. The
0: weird, the, the thing is, like kids get like food made into shapes and pictures for them all the time. Yeah. But why, why does that stop when you're an adult? Why can't we have the same amount of fun?
2: Oh yeah, I know. I'd reach for Billy Bear hamster. Where you know, instead of normal. You know all the pot French hams and things like that. No, I'll be I'll be well up for that. So uh, no, no more, more the better.
0: Well, listen, I mean, and uh, it's, we hear your name is David Lloyd. We just want to give you, wish you all the best for the gyms. You've got a cracking set of gyms out there, and <laughs> um, long may yeah, I continue.
2: Um, I'm a multi-millionaire just phoning into Bush and Richie. You know that's, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway.
1: Right, it's back for 2023. The Hometime Taxi Club. The chance for you to get recognition... Or give recognition uh, for some selfless driving that may well be going on this evening. Could indeed have been going on over the weekend if you think about it. Uh, The taxi club saluting those people that are driving around, those who are off to some kind of after school club, some kind of sporting training session, might be waiting at a train station, picking up a partner, a flatmate, a loved one of some kind of sort, just waiting for them to get off the train.
0: Picking up a lover. (laughs) You could just be picking up a lover.
1: Less likely to get in touch with the national radio station if that is what's going on tonight. Change your name, they'll never know. (laughs) Or you could be the passenger in a car right now having just that being done to you, not the lover one. So to speak. Uh, So to speak, and if you want... uh, Text us afterwards. (laughs) That driver uh, to get the recognition they deserve. Now's the time to get in touch. We want to hear from you. Uh, let's start handing out the plaudits tonight. Uh, Matt's hanging on. Who's the driver who needs saluting?
2: Uh, my girlfriend Heather's just driving me, me home. We've been uh, down in Dunferland for a friend's thirtieth, and then a, a nice weekend away in bit Lockery into the um, distilleries. So she's been very good.
0: Wow, so have you been sampling the the, the goods at the distillery uh, whilst your girlfriend's been driving you around there, Matt? Is that how this works?
2: That's absolutely right.
1: <laughs> that, that's actually <laughs> a, a very important piece of uh, shotgun driving that's going on right now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah,
2: absolutely. No, it's uh, got to keep the tunes going and
0: uh, keep her awake as well. I mean, I think it's probably a good opportunity to roll the seat back and get you know a bit of a sleep going. I'm sure she wouldn't mind. I think that would be uh, that would be the end of the
2: relationship. I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you've been keeping the tunes going for her, uh, and chosen Absolute Radio, so we appreciate you choosing Home Time tonight. Uh, a big thank you, Heather, from Matt.
2: This is the daily takeaway. Daily
1: takeaway. Uh, so there's there's the podcast. Just
0: started at the very beginning, talking and salivating about this uh, first ever UK Indian drive-through restaurant in Bolton. You're going to love this, Richie, because it's your favourite your favourite Indian meal. They do their extensive me- menu offers street food range. From their infamous butter chicken. Whoa! And chili paneer to chicken tikka bites and also aloe tikki burger.
1: Are they open at the weekend? (laughs) Let's get going. I tell you why, I tell you why, because my wife is away for the weekend. Oh my word. So I've got to look for activities for me and my four year old. I tell you what, man, if you do that. (laughs) Rocco, we go to Bolton. Can you cut me in on your find your phone? Because I just (laughs) want to watch
0: it on the screen. That'd be so good.